Hi friends, this is Connie Alpers and I want to welcome you back to Equipped to Be, where I get to help you embrace and navigate the seasons of life so you can reach your personal family and parenting goals. We at Equipped to Be want you to understand how God has given you unique gifts, strengths, and talents so that you can live in all seasons with confidence and joy. Whether you're cooking dinner, holding laundry, or maybe just enjoying some time alone. I hope you enjoy this episode of Equipped to Be. Hello and welcome to Equipped to Be. I'm your host, Connie Albers. So glad you're with us today. Hey, I have a question for you. Have you ever had some need for conflict resolution? You know, you've got an older teen or you've got an, uh, an adult child or I'm, I'm not going to say a uh, your spouse or anything, but let's just keep this focused on when you have adult children or you have older teens, the principles still apply, but what do you do? I mean, honestly, what do you do? I have, I have been asked this question multiple times lately, and it's interesting because usually when I start getting a lot of questions, the same thing ends up happening in my home, uh, whether it's happened before or it kind of like happens at the same time, but It has happened so frequently, I thought we need to do a show about conflict resolution. Some of you just keep everything in. You bottle it all up. You don't say anything. You think, oh, sometimes it's just better to not say anything at all. And you know what? But then there's others of you who every time there's some anything whatsoever, you want to hash it out like right then and there. Well, I want to talk about what you can do because here at Equipped to Be, you know, we are very much focused on relationships, relationships with uh, your friends, with your children, uh, whether they be living in the home or they're out of the home, even with your spouse, if you're married, uh, with your business colleagues. And the first thing I want to say is if you think that a conflict is just going to go away, if you ignore it, you'd be wrong. And if you think a conflict is going to be solved by battling it, you know, just addressing it straight up, that would also be a wrong assumption. But we have to work out conflicts constantly, all the time. What do we do? That's what we're going to focus on with this episode of Equipped to Be. And by the way, have you subscribed or hit the share, follow, like button on the podcast listener that you are listening to Equipped to Be by? Have you told your friends lately to tune in? I think many of you have because more and more people are starting to tune in to Equip to Be. Uh, I'm getting lots more messages, which is always a delight. I appreciate that. But we recently had a situation in our own family that I wasn't even aware of. You know, sometimes we have conflicts. Sometimes we hurt someone's feelings. Sometimes we say something that we shouldn't say, or we not we don't even realize it. You know, we're we're thinking sometimes we're being funny, or maybe we think that it's just a simple little comment, but it's not landing, or it didn't land where it needed to land in the heart of another person. And that's recently happened quite a bit uh, in in my family and in in my work. I'm going to give you a couple examples because if I'm dealing with it, uh, chances are you are too. And I just want to give you a couple of practical steps you can take. 
whether it's intentional, you've blurted out something or you've said something or your actions have communicated uh, something that you didn't mean or an offense was taken by something you said or did, I just want to tell you, don't, don't ignore it. Don't let it sit and stew and simmer. But you do want to first ask the Lord about it. You want to ask him how you should handle it. Timing is really important. Don't you agree? Sometimes it's not always what you say. It's when you say it. Sometimes it's not always what you say. It's how you say it. So timing is really important. And there was a recent thing that happened. And that was miscommunication happened. And I wasn't even aware of it. I'm busy like you. You get going with the cares of life and managing your family and all the, the all manner of life, and you don't realize it. And then the minute you are made aware, there's just like a little prompting in your in your heart about something. Maybe somebody says something and it just doesn't. You, you know something's not there. You feel a withdrawal from your relationship. You want to first stop and and think about what's the best way. To have this conversation. And it may not be exactly how you think it should be. You may think, I just need to address it straight up and it'll all be good. Well, when you get ready to address a situation, a hurt, an offense, you want to consider the person that is the offended, you know, whether it was something you said or what something they took wrong. You want to take how they think, how they feel, and how they process the world around them. <laughs> you know, you really want to consider that. And then, once you've said, okay, this is the person I'm dealing with. And then you want to think, what is the best way? And what are the, the best words? Sometimes it's a handwritten note. That sometimes it's a phone call. It's a text message. I prefer in-person, eye-to-eye contact. And the reason why is you can hear somebody's voice. You know, the way we pronounce our words, how we land at the end of a sentence, if we go up or if we go down. But how we say things matters to the receiver, the offended. Once you have stopped and you have considered the person that you're speaking with, you've thought about the offense that has happened, and you've considered the best way for you to communicate in order to resolve that issue, you're going to find that reconciliation and restoration of the relationship comes so much easier. And so I had a situation where uh, something was overlooked and it just really wasn't thought about. It wasn't careless. It was clearly not intentional, but nonetheless, it happened in somebody that I dearly love was really hurt and it was brought to my attention and uh, my response could have been, well, just get over it. I didn't mean it like that. Which problem? If you do that, please stop. Please pause and ask the Lord how you should respond. That may not be the best response. I know some of you, that is how you're wired. Others aren't wired that way. But you want to step back and you want to ask the Lord to help you see through their lens. That's really important. Have you ever been 
offended yourself? Has somebody ever said something to you and it was off-putting? And you really weren't sure what to do with it or maybe what they meant by it? And you're left wondering, assuming or hoping or wanting to get benefit of the doubt, but not really being sure. And then over time, if too much time happens, or if it's never addressed because the other person never knew and it happens again, and then again, and then again, before you know it, you have a big wedge or some people put up a wall between you and them to protect their heart because the same thing keeps happening. Now, some of you will say, well, they kind of deserved it. They didn't say anything right away. It's not my fault they've let this happen. Well, true, but not true. It's not your fault that they harbored or that they didn't come to you, but maybe they didn't feel like they could. Maybe they didn't know how. Um, maybe they were sitting there thinking, well, maybe that is true. Either way, they didn't know what to do with it. The bottom line, though, is the relationship gets hurt. Walls, division, strife, misunderstanding, all of those are hindrances to having the healthy relationship. And when you think about conflict in this situation, the moment I found out, and it had been weeks, the moment I found out, I was on the phone trying, because that was the, the best way that I could at that time, uh, try to, to work things out and explain. But you don't lead with why you did it. And, and you don't lead with, well, it's their fault, their problem. I don't know what they were thinking. You lead with humility. You lead with a, I am really sorry that this happened. I am really sorry that what I said hurt you or wounded you. It's not a time for you to think of how right you were and how wrong someone else was. That's not going to lead you to restoration and harmony in your relationship. It's certainly not going to bring you closer together. Go humbly to them and ask, Hey, I just need you to know. Use your words, your, your personality, the way you speak. I'm really sorry. My intention wasn't to hurt you. And now that I'm aware that I have, can we talk about it? Ask them. Don't lead with, I just got to explain this to you and, and justify why I did what I did. No. I want you to treat the other person the way you want to be treated. I want you to honor them above yourself. And honestly, it's not really what I want. It's really what the Lord says. We are to esteem others more highly than ourselves. But when you're thinking about conflict resolution, it's got to be as soon as possible. You can't let it linger and languish. It's just going to get worse. You don't rationalize or justify what it is that you're doing. You want to humbly go before them. And you want to ask them. And you want to say, I just found out that, or I just became aware of that, or I, I didn't know, or I didn't realize that my words or actions or deeds were taken the way that they were taken. Can we talk about this? I love you. I care about you. You are important to me. Any of those. Validate the person. Let them know that you care about them and that you want to resolve whatever problem that might have arisen 
or you want to work through whatever misunderstanding might be there because you want to eliminate hindrances to your relationship. And trust me, oh my goodness, it happens all the time. Sometimes you get tired of it. I do. It's like, goodness gracious, it's just constant. It is. But it's worth your time and energy. So you go to them. You're not responsible for how they receive it. You're just responsible for initiating and trying to make things better, for trying to smooth over whatever was said or explain if needed. Not make a bunch of excuses, but if there was a reason why you did what you did, talk about the reason why. Always affirming your love for them. Always affirming that your desire is for unity in your relationship, that you're desiring to have clarity so that the relationship isn't fractured, that it's mended and repaired. So you want to be humble. You want to see through the offended's lens. You want to stop long enough to say, well, maybe I did do something. And then you go to them and you find a method, again, whether that's text or phone or it's a, an in-person, which again, I said that earlier, that's, that's really the best method is to, to have an in-person conversation. But to be honest with you, some people, it's very difficult for them. Maybe they have not learned to proper ways to resolve conflict. Ask the Lord and pray. And, and ask the Lord to help prepare your heart and give you the words. And ask the Lord to help prepare their heart to receive with great clarity and understanding where you're coming from. And ask the Lord to clearly help clean up any misunderstandings. But remember what I said, always reaffirming their value and worth as a person, as as part of your family, or as someone you care about. When you put all of those together, your relationship has, I would say, the foundation of strength. So that should it happen again, instead of the offended going there, they did it again. See? No. If you have a pattern and a habit of addressing misunderstanding and conflicts and hurt feelings, if that is your pattern of validating others and letting them know how much they are loved, maybe they are overly sensitive and maybe everything you say and do annoys them. That part you can't control. But what you can control, you, you do. You put forth the effort. And always asking him, will you forgive me? Does this make sense? Are we okay? Will you tell me the next time? Did you just hear me? I said, would you say the next time? Because it's going to happen again and again and again. Why? Because you're you. And I'm me, and we all hear, and we feel, and we, we sense the world around us in very different ways, and that's okay. Our goal 
is to enjoy doing life together. Our joy, our priority should be coming together and working through whatever conflicts that do arise and as much as possible make that eye contact. Whether it's with your spouse or it's your adult children or it's your teenagers, even your younger children, even if it's with a friend, give them the benefit of the doubt. Don't accuse them of just being careless or flippant with their words. So we talked about if you have been, like if you realize that there is some conflict that needs to be resolved and is unintentional, maybe maybe even intentional, but not directly intentional. Maybe you thought you were making a funny joke and it didn't land well and you hurt someone. So if you've done that, I've shared with you the actions to take. But if it's done to you, what do you do? How many times have you found yourself on the receiving end of an ill-timed comment or a sarcastic word that didn't land well. You weren't sure if they were if it was like half truth and half not truth. You weren't sure if they were trying to subtly give you a little jab. It was you. It's now your heart and now you're trying to decide if I go to that person, how will they respond? What what will they say? How will they react? Well, my counsel is going to be the exact same. You know, God wants us to be loving and forgiving of one another. I would ask you, like when it happens to me, I would just ask you to consider, you hear the phrase a lot, consider the source. Okay, that, that can be good and bad. But if your goal is relationship and the person that you are dealing with, you're guarded against, the wall is up high. And you just frankly want to write them off. You know what? I just don't even want to deal with them anymore. That can happen. But it's what do you do with it? So if you're on the receiving end and that other person is oblivious to it, maybe they don't realize it, that's called giving them the benefit of the doubt, that they didn't realize that's what was happening. But it's hurting you inside. It's causing you to just think about it and dwell on it all the time. Maybe it's even causing you to think poorly of another person, that person. You know, what does God want us to do in that case? Well, we go to that person and we address it. We bring it up and say, hey, I just, I just want to make sure we've got some clarity on something. The other day, last month, last year, <laughs> this happened and I let it go. I didn't say anything at the time because I thought, well, it was just, it wasn't intentional. But then it happened again and it's happened several times and now it's starting to hurt and hinder my relationship with you. And I, I really don't know what to think about it. I'd like to discuss it with you because I would just like to get clarity and make sure that I'm just not, you know, interpreting something wrong. And my relationship with you is, is so important I don't want to leave opportunity to have a wedge or a separation or a hard feelings maybe with our relationship. And you just, you just say, this is what happened. And you probably don't even remember it, but it really didn't land well with me. 
And they may react with, well, you're just too sensitive. Oh, I didn't remember. I didn't, I didn't say that. I would never say that. And you're sitting there telling them, but you did. You can come back with, that's what I was concerned about was maybe that isn't exactly what you said, but it is what I heard. And I want to make sure that if it, if it is what you meant, then I will need to kind of process all of that through a different, you know, through a different filter. But, but if it wasn't, I wanted to make you aware how I heard it and how it's hindered our relationship. And then I want to make sure that our relationship is in a good place. I want us to have an openness and an ease of conversation that's based on the fact that we love each other, we care about each other, we want what's best for each other, whether that's your teen. You know your teen loves you. Sometimes they don't act like it, but they do. Your adult children, they're struggling and trying to figure it all out. They don't say things right all the time. And then as an adult talking to an adult, the parent talking to an adult child, trust me, you do not always say things right. Sometimes parents of adult children tend to constantly treat their adult children like their children. Yeah, your kids are still always going to be your kids. But there is a point in time where what you say isn't needed to be said, at least not by you. You've got to be careful. You've got to be careful with that relationship. You've got to be careful with the words that come out of your mouth. Just like I write about in Parenting Beyond the Rules, we have to be mindful. We have to monitor our mouths. Boy, such destruction, such hurt, such separation and such pain can be inflicted by a careless word or a word that's misconstrued because we didn't think about the person that would be hearing it. So we've talked about earlier in the show, we talked about when there's conflict or there's, and we need to have conflict resolution when we have done something to someone else. And then we start talking about, oh, what do we do if it's towards us? Again, sometimes we have to be the initiator, not wait for somebody else who might not be aware that they even did something or said something. But what do we do? When the other person doesn't realize that they did something or said something, or when you've said something and done something and the other person isn't willing to forgive you, they don't believe you. They don't believe that you didn't mean what you meant. They believe firmly that you did mean it. That happens too. I want you to remember this verse, and as much as possible, be at peace with all men. That's your kids, that's your spouse, that's your co-workers, that's the people you're doing life with, the people that you encounter interactions with as far as in the workplace, as much as possible. See, there's a key element to that. Sometimes time is the only thing that's going to allow wounds to heal, and it's slow. So if you've gone to someone and you've sought to you know, restore a brokenness or resolve that conflict, if you've done that and, and they just weren't quite ready to say, I forgive you, or, or they did say they forgive you, but now they're waiting to see, are you going to do it again? Are you going to say that same flippant comment again? Are you going to be insensitive to who they are or how they are living their life? Are, are you going to do that or are you going to be considerate next time? They're going to watch and wait. 
Let's put the shoe on the other foot. Now it's you. And other people are doing it to you. And you go to them and they blow it off. They just, you know, they just think you're being overly sensitive or they deny that they ever did it. You need to forgive them. You need to not hold on to it. You need to prayerfully consider what your next steps are. And then you need to lay it at the feet of the Lord. It does not mean that you allow yourself to be hurt again, but hurt does come with the, the territory of having a relationship because we all are going to say and do things that hurt other people. If we really love people and we want to love them well, it's not going to be intentional, but it can still happen. Be humble enough to go to that person. Show them that their relationship and your love for them is worth either you going to them to say, I'm sorry, or you going to them to say, I don't think you meant for this to happen, but it's been really bothering me and I'd like to talk to you about it. Best case scenario is all parties involved tell each other, affirm each other, and forgive each other, and then go on enjoying a great, wonderful relationship. Sometimes it does take a bit of time, and if that's your case, if there are things you're holding on to, I'm going to encourage you to please forgive them. They don't need to know. Let that emotion go and work on loving them the best that you can. And if you are the source of causing offenses in others, ask the Lord to help you reframe some of the words that you say or think before you speak or, or see through their lens so they can understand the heart of the words that's coming out of your mouth, that it's coming from a place of wanting their best, not constant criticism or critiquing or putting them down or showing off or you know, one-upping them. But conflict resolution is so important. Conflict resolution means that we truly are resolving issues that happen in our everyday life with the people we're doing life with so that we can continue to do life with them. That's the goal. That's what the Lord wants us to do in as much as possible. Sometimes it might take a little while but don't quit, don't give up, don't ignore, don't stuff, don't pretend it didn't happen. Just ask the Lord for the right timing with the right words and the right heart and ask the Lord to help the words that come out of your mouth land into a tender place of another's heart. I'm so glad that every week you tune in to Equip to Be. You know, God has equipped you to be a doer of his word. That which he's called you to do, he will, he will equip you for it. It's a process. It's a refining process. It's a growth process. It's a stretching process. It's a humbling process. But it's a process nonetheless. And it's one that we want to embrace and with great joy and enthusiasm. So make sure that you tune in every week to Equip to Be. Tell your friends, make sure you subscribe and go to ConnieAlbers.com. Sign up for our email so that you don't miss an episode. But we have the show notes over there. So if you miss part of this and you want to go back for reference, make sure you, you go over there, you subscribe to our email list. 
We send it out every week as a reminder of what's coming ahead so you don't miss a thing. Share that with a friend. And when you see it on social media, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or any of the other platforms that you'll find equipped to be, share it with your friends so that you guys can have those conversations yourself. And you can learn together and, and you can have a commonality of being part of the Equipped to Be community. So thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Well, that wraps up this episode of Equipped to Be. If you enjoyed this show, please share it with a friend or family member and hit subscribe so you don't miss a show. And thank you again for joining me. Remember that we are equipped for every season of life.